always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you to fear no more. When the Hobbs children were younger and something around the house got broken, I almost always received this classic response. Mom, I don't know who did it. They never knew anything. In my earlier days of parenting, I used to actually believe that. I was sure that these adorable little people God had graced me to give life to were innocent and they were unconditional truth tellers. And whenever they looked at me with those pouty, innocent eyes, I just melted inside. It took very little for me, who was gullible at the time, to be moved by their charm and irresistible cuteness, and they knew it. Kenya knew it too, so he would place his fingers, two of them, on his forehead in the shape of an L when we got together privately and laugh about how easy I was to manipulate. But guess what happened? With some time, wisdom, and experience, I learned a few lessons and I realized that not even my own sweet babies always resisted the impulse to lie. Eventually, I learned how to see through their thinly veiled deceptions and stress to them the importance of being honest. After I became aware of their dishonest tendencies, I noticed a pattern. Typically, lies would pour out of them when they were worried about the consequences of their wrong actions. When they got scared and didn't want to face the music, they tried to manipulate reality in the hopes of tricking everybody around them. I did it too. You likely did as well. I remember one time, My parents told me I couldn't have any cookies, but there were cookies in that cookie jar in the kitchen. And so I went in the kitchen, tried to sneak in the cookie jar and broke it. I shattered it into pieces and I wanted to conceal that I had done it. So I looked for a way to piece the cookie jar back together piece by piece. And so the next person that touched it and it crumbled in their hands, well, they could take the blame and I could feign innocence. Let's just say my little plan didn't work out too well. I got busted, but I was afraid, and so I lied. Adults do it too, unfortunately. Abraham, the father of faith, even lied. In Genesis 20, we find his story. When he was camping out in Gerar, he was terrified that his beautiful wife, Sarah, would awaken lust in King Abimelech. She must have been a specimen to see. So Abraham assumed that, in an effort to snatch her away, this powerful monarch would take his life so he could steal his wife. In his fearful state, you know what Abraham did? He concocted a plan. He told Sarah, don't disclose their marital state, but only to say that she was his sister. Sarah, an obedient wife, went right on along with Abraham's plot, and the king, oblivious to the clever scheme, took her. Abraham didn't trust God to protect him, so he used deception to keep himself out of harm's way, something that nearly brought down God's wrath upon Abimelech. But God was merciful, so in a dream, the Lord appeared to the unsuspecting king and informed him of the truth that Abraham had craftily avoided telling. By the time God revealed the real deal, that Sarah was actually married to the man she claimed to be her brother, oh, King Abimelech was upset and he wanted nothing more to do with Sarah. He even questioned Abraham about why he didn't just tell the truth in the first place. Lack of trust, my friend. It causes us to do all kinds of unnecessary things. It creates drama and hardship. Abraham didn't have to go through that. He didn't need to get all worked up and terrified and go on an emotional roller coaster and stress himself out. God already had it all under control. See, we can say that we believe God, right? But then we turn around and succumb to 
to doubt and fear. It's one of the most human things in the world. It can cause us to go into self-preservation mode, though. And so we come up with all kinds of ways, born out of fear rather than faith, to turn circumstances in our favor. You don't have to try to work things out. The Lord already has. He's got you. Just relax. Don't fret. Those circumstances may not be ideal and more than a few things may be going wrong. He knows all about it. You, in fact, may be surrounded by problems with no solutions in sight. In moments like this, we all feel tempted to try something drastic and do what we think is best without leaning on Jesus. But you don't have to do that. The Lord has already ordered your steps and carved out the path that you must take. He's paved the way for you. He called you into a great destiny. Do you think that he would call you and not equip you? Do you think that he would send you and not make provision for you? God is faithful and he's able. All you got to do is trust him. I know sometimes it's easy to try and rely on ourselves. We like to solve problems and issues on our own, but when you don't rely on the Lord, you make a mess. We all need him to guide our footsteps and direct our paths. When God is leading and guiding you, despite potential dangerous pitfalls and obstacles that could come your way, you can rest assured that he'll take care of you. When trouble rises, you can count on God to arise and fight that battle for you. He's already equipped you to be victorious, so refuse to get worked up thinking about worst case scenarios and keeping yourself up in the midnight hour, obsessing over negative variables. God already knew what the situation would be like before you got into it. He anticipated all the problems before they manifested. Not only that, but he has a solution for every one of them. Trusting him is the key. Resisting fear is a must. Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, what? But of power and of love and of sound mind. So don't make the mistake, Abraham. Abraham did and try to create a plan rooted in fear. God's not in that. He did not ordain that you live that way. That's not the way to do things. Rather, have faith in God's faithfulness, knowing he won't let you down. He'll be with you always. He's ordering your steps. As I said, it is God who establishes your going. Just acknowledge him in all your ways and his plan for your life, which is more amazing than you can ever imagine, will begin to unfold. Some doors you don't even have to knock on and God will open them for you. He'll move mountains out of your way. He'll give you breakthrough and deliverance. The harvest is ordained for you. Just remain faithful and in the center of God's will and fear no more. To encourage you today, I'm stirring the words God spoke to Israel through the prophet Isaiah into your cup of inspiration. Isaiah 41 and 13 in the New International Version says this, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. As you drink down the contents of your cup, ask yourself, why am I afraid when God is my help? Psalm 46 and 1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Then the first part of verse 2 says, therefore, we will not fear. Oh, we're kicking fear to the curb this year. When you know who you are and whose you are, you have no need to worry. God has promises over your life. Stuff you're believing the Lord for. The enemy wants you to renege and he wants you to turn around and he wants you to get discouraged and he wants you to begin fretting. But we rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Place your confidence in God. You can count on him to set free, make ways and deliver with a mighty and outstretched hand. Now let's pray. God, I 
pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. There are situations in their life that they need you to turn around. The enemy would love it for fear to hold them hostage, but we rebuke fear today and we embrace faith. God, I ask that you would touch them right where they are, in their home, in their finances, in their body, in their business, in their ministry, in their relationship, in their mind, in their emotions, in their spirit. Encourage them today to know that when they have you, they have no need to fear because greater is he that is in them than he that's in the world. And as long as you are on their side, they have everything they need. We thank you now for confidence, for courage and increased faith, renewed joy and expectation. In Jesus name, we hold on to your promises. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.